Hello and welcome to season two of the Road End Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Road End Podcast. Today is the new show. It's the weekly LFC review show. So it's me, Dom. Yeah, I'm uh, Chris Jankowski and yeah, it's weekly review. Let's start with something I wasn't going to start with. So the agenda was to start to talk about the things that have happened this week. But what's just happened tonight, we've got to start with that. Where's that performance against Everton just come from? Exactly. Um, where's it been all season, really? Um, like, just got to start with Batatic. What a player. Um, you know, for the 18-year-old kid to come into a derby against three seasoned midfielders, thought he, he was outstanding. And to be fair, Henderson and Fabinho complimented them really well tonight. Fabinho went back to basics. Dominic crossed the halfway line literally all game. Um, but that's what he needed because he hasn't got the legs anymore. Um, Henderson covered every blade of grass, to be fair to the lad. Um, looked exhausted, but yeah. But when you when you think about this, though, it's only a week or two ago that mm. we were probably saying they're finished. So I just don't, I don't know where these legs have come from. It seems like I spoke to you today, didn't I? And spoke to you a few days ago and said... When I seen Klopp's press conference, it just mm-hmm. felt like there was something there. Like there was that fight and that hunger and anger that I haven't seen before. Well, before I say before, I haven't seen for for a while. Um, the last few weeks, he's looked a defeated man. When they've looked at him, you thought, yeah, even mid game on the touchline, he's looked like, what can I do? I, I can't do anything here. Um, and then this performance comes today, and you're thinking, I agree with you. He's He's obviously blasted the players last week. There's, there's no doubt about that. But then he comes in his press conference, he protects the players, which is a good manager anyway, but they do. And he's got the reaction. I mean, I didn't see it coming, personally. I, I, when I seen the team, she thought, yeah, we've got a decent team, but I didn't see that level of performance based on last, what, since since Christmas, really. I just knew. I just knew. I, I said this to you the night today. I'm not worried about it. I just felt like when I seen it, when I seen his face, it felt like he had the spark back that he's had that's been missing. Yeah, and again, I like the way he, you know, blame me, have the balls and come at me rather than you know leave the players, leave people others, leave, leave all the backroom staff alone, come at me if you've got the balls for it. And yeah, from start to finish, I could not fault. Maybe matter with his first touch, but. Oh, <laughs> What was going on there? Five minutes in and he's letting it go under his foot. Jesus. Honestly, and then go best up one second after, didn't he? But yeah, yeah, to be fair, couldn't really fault to play on that pitch today. Um, Robbo was back to his little tartan runs. I mean, the best part of the game for Robbo was with Pickford at the end, to be fair. Oh. But, <laughs> um, but it's, again, it just showed that little bit of bite, a little bit of fight in them. Um, Arnold looks solid defensively. And he seems to have that link back with Salah, which I've just not seen in that. a long, long time. Yeah, Them when balls he... around the corner were just every time. The balls around the corner, but what impressed me more was he actually looked like an, an athlete again. Yeah. I've, what I've seen from Arnold, well, Trent, recently is he's held back, hasn't he? Yeah. He's held the position. He's been worried uh, about what's going behind him. And I think that's the noise coming around his defensive side of the game. But yeah. defensively and attacking tonight, I thought he was spot on. Yeah, I mean, Dwight um, McNeil's... He's not a bad player, do you know what I mean? He'll no, give, he's he'll torn give the part backs, before. Yes, he and he'll, he'll give full-backs a game. But tonight, I don't think, I think, did he get passed on once? And I'd say he's got the arrogance 
Arnold as well, um, where sometimes you think he's lazy, he's lazy, but he's not. He's just all, all the best players have that arrogance. And as I say, then Mikhailchenko didn't know what it did him today, to be fair. And, and again, he's not a bad fullback, but no. Salah made him look average. And that's the best I've seen Salah, God knows how long. Uh, I mean, I don't personally believe Salah's been playing that poorly. I just think he's not at any level of service. But again tonight, he looked like he was driving, he was running the plays, he, he was picking good passes out rather than just shooting from stupid angles. Everything about a game, like Gapo, again, he, he looks a player, turning yeah. in tight areas. And yeah, I, I say I can't fault anyone. And, and fair play to Gapo for the, for the goal as well, you know, where he's supposed to be as a left winger. So it was please. good, Rana. It was oh, just uh, other than a couple of jitteries, but we forget about them. What a, what a game. I'd probably say eight across all of them. And a, yeah. and a couple of nines. We've seen us play better we, in recent years. We know we have, but considering what we've just come from, 3-0 Wolves, 3-1 Brighton and all that, you're thinking it's either going to be a nil-nil shit game or it's, you know, it's going to be tight, whatever. But I thought yeah. we'd, we deserved three or four in that game, to be fair. Yeah, I thought Nunez as well. Pace he's got is... I mean, did you see Salah's interview? Yeah. He's, he's going to score, score. He's going to score. I mean, don't need any more confidence than that, do you? If no. Salah's saying that, so... But just just to touch on um, Bajetic as well. He's probably been, and I think Salah did say in the, after the game as well, he's been our best player in the last few games. And yeah. tonight, he was head and shoulders above everyone. Like, for a 17, 18-year-old <sighs> kid to yeah. run the show in a Merseyside derby... It's one I of. Exactly. And I think um, after the game, Carragher literally said Salah was, was unbelievable, but how, how can a kid come into a derby as a game against the Ballard in midfield or whatever and played and literally run the show, flying to tackles? I mean, yeah. the, the kid's brave as well. Tackling uh, and on the touchline in front of uh, the management. Exactly. And then obviously his range of passing, he's like a mini Stevie G with that passing, you know what I mean? Or a Xavi Alonso for Spanish, innit? Chris has put his cock on the block. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, his range of passing there is, is phenomenal for a kid. Like, and even like the, the shot in the first half, he, he's not, he doesn't lack the confidence. So when you, when you seen the start at 11, what was your immediate thought? As I say, I, I was, I was, I'd look at our team and I'm thinking, yeah, decent team, you know, and obviously, you know, my thoughts on Gomez and I'm thinking, Mm-hmm. When's Nat Phillips going to get a go? And Gomez in there, but to be fair to Gomez, playing on the left side today, I thought he was good, to be fair. I always worry with Gomez and Mata because there is a mistake in them, personally. Mm-hmm. I think you've got that Van Dijk as the insurance. But as I say, Phillips in the probably last few games, just probably thinking, how am I not getting a game here? Or just, just let me go because I can go and play at a decent level as well. Mm-hmm. But no, I've seen the team and I thought, you know, it's a good team on paper, but it was against Wolves. It was against Brighton. It was, you know, we can go on. So it was just about the clicking, like, like for the goal, Nunes ball, perfect timing. You know, I don't know what Pickford's doing, running, running away from the goal. Like, but, um, that's it's not for us to question, to be fair. He said just goes, doesn't it, in this mm-hmm. derby? It just yeah. goes. I think obviously the crowd get on them, but yeah, the team sheet itself is was no shock. The bench looked a lot stronger than recent periods so you'd always thought if you're a goal down you bring the likes of Jotter on can change your game and um, Firmino again you know he's top goal scorer this season so he's got a goal in him but so yeah I was confident the team but it's just whether you get a performance out of them yeah, yeah the way we are it felt good though when um I mean the game was pretty much sealed for me and um mm. when you're seeing the likes of Jota, Bobby coming off the bench Harvey coming off the bench yeah it gives you that confidence doesn't it that just a few more 
players back on the side, the likes of Kanate, Van Dijk still to come back in. Yeah. Um, the squad's starting to come back together. You and then you've got like Thiago, who's obviously injured now. But yeah. you know, if you think of a midfield with Bassett, Thiago, and maybe Fabinho sitting in, um, they can do that job. But I say Henderson was 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 superb today. To be fair, like yeah, um, and there's from. one there's one thing I want to talk about as well. Carvalho not in the squad again. Yeah, that's been probably what ten games now. He's not been in and around mm. the squad and the start of the season you, you thought so he's going to be like decent player this year especially with the injuries squad as player. well you're thinking yeah you know come off the bench Newcastle goal Um, you know he looked like he had it but he is he probably does need a season to build build up you know I mean, Elliot's got a bit of more robust isn't he and he's a bit cleverer on the ball, I think, Elliot, so he will ride the tackle. I think Carvalho's got a long way to go, but personally, I'd have probably loaned him in January if you were going to use him, just to get Definitely. that experience. But I've seen something there on his Instagram today, I'm just looking at it now. Hard seasons become growth opportunities when you trust in God. Now, I don't really know what to do to look into that, but that's on his story today. So When he started the season in the squad, he's expected to be there. But maybe, so maybe he's not working hard enough in training. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, we Obviously, we don't see that side of it. Uh, and obviously, Klopp's got a lot of players to choose from. Um, like I was expecting with the injuries, we had to see more of Ben Zouk in the squad. Yeah. But again, he's probably thinking... It's too too much too soon for him, and yeah, he's injured you know, as well, isn't he? Yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to throw him in, and then you know, wreck his confidence again. I would like to have seen him maybe go on loan to a championship, get a bit more, you know, experience or robustness mm. about him. But I don't know, maybe he's seeing the likes of Bastis coming in and thinking some of these kids are probably good enough, and he can utilize them depending on which way this season goes. Really, to be fair, by Chetich, Badgetich, whatever we want yeah. to call him, I don't care. Sergio Busquets, Scouse one. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's potential there that he could save us a lot of money in the summer, you know? Yeah. You know, we've got everyone going, we need this, we need that, we need three, we need four. He could be one of the answers. And I think that that's that's what Klopp's point is. I know we, let's be honest, he's not been backed FS by FST this season or last mm. season. Obviously, we do get Bellingham, a massive player. I'm not old enough to get him personally, but if we do, it's huge. And obviously, you've got players like Bastards. I, I agree with you. Do you need a Declan Rice or someone? When you've got him playing that well, you don't need it. Yeah. Uh, and we could save 60, 70 million there. You know, I just hope he keeps his feet on the ground. He looks like a decent kid on his interview. He looks, yes, um, yeah, um, laugh a bit, you know, very nervous, laughing. I'm really playing with Mo Salah. And I thought, you know, that's great. Like, I just hope he keeps the running the team going. And yeah. there's no reason why he shouldn't with the performances like that, personally. Yeah, I agree. So where do we go from here? We've got Newcastle next week. Um, Newcastle have got a cup final the week after, so... Whether they might rest the players or whether a couple of their players might be in the cup final, it, it can work either way, can't it? Because players can either say, "Well, I want to play and I want to put in a ten out of ten performance, so I'm playing or, next week," I don't or they can go, it. "Yeah," and they have they have a few players who do tend to be injured, such as yeah. Callum Wilson, massive player. Yeah, Bruno Gomez, um, you know, he's, he's banned, isn't he? From the Carabao, he's well, he's banned from the Liverpool game. Oh, well, that's, that's a massive bonus, to be fair. He, he, <laughs> yeah. He's a superb player, mate. Uh, and, and to be fair to Newcastle, the everyone going on about this money and all that, bought well, to be fair. He's not yeah, he been, has. I'm going to go and buy it under a million for him. And he, he, he's bought really well. He's a decent coach, to be fair. Uh, they are. Watch his predictions. Well, it depends what Liverpool turns up, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde this season. Play like that. I don't, I don't see us not winning or at least getting a decent point away to them. If we don't play like Danny, we play like you know the previous weeks, we probably will. I mean, the good thing with Newcastle, they're not free flowing scoring like they were start of the season. Um, so I'm a bit more confident after tonight that we can at least pick a point, maybe three points up there. I'd go for 
2-1 Liverpool. Yeah, probably the same. I'm I'm looking at them as a defensive unit and they're going to be a lot more rigid than ever. So, you know, I think a lot of teams are, probably 19 teams are. Probably. <laughs> I mean, Tarkowski today must have given that ball away. Mate, do you Eight, know what? times in, in the, a bad area. Yeah, the amount of talk they've, they've given, he's a yard dog. I mean, he's not the <laughs> worst player I've seen, do you know what I mean? But he's a Sean Dice player, isn't he? He's a proper like I'm gonna put my head anywhere, it doesn't matter. Um and obviously Cody for the for the second goal. Oh, was, uh, talk to me about that. Yeah. I thought he was gonna cry in his interview to be perfectly no, honest. Do you know what? Looked... You know his interview? It reminds me of he, he reminds me of Darren Farley more than he reminds me of Connor Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like him. and He is a likeable guy, done. yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. other than the shit he's done in the last game and all that nonsense, but I like him. And yeah, I don't know. His interviews are very, they feel very scripted, don't they? It's bizarre. I don't know. He, he makes them personal, I think, his interviews. And like, yeah. we're asking you about a team performance. And yeah, he's, you know, we need to look at ourselves. We, that's all the evidence. Yeah. We need to look at ourselves. I know. And, I know. They need to look at themselves, mate, because they're, they're not far off going down. You know, all he had to do is put his left foot through the ball and he's clearly. You need to look at yourself, son. Yeah, but <laughs> pretty much the commentator said that too. Like, yeah. but, you know, and. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're struggling, Everton, to be fair. I mean, I think they had that one header where we scored off the post. I mm. don't think they created nothing else, to be fair. No. And I think if they're going to create one chance a game, that's not going to keep them up there. So where where do you see? Obviously, we've moved on from Newcastle because we, we fancy it. But where <laughs> do you see? What do you think of Everton? Is it, <sighs> stay, we're going to keep this short and sweet, up or down? Up. Oh, and it's yeah. purely because of Sean Dyche. See, I thought that until today. I know, maybe, yeah, but come on, he's had I, Arsenal, he's had um, Liverpool. I know, yeah, but he, the performance they put in against Arsenal, the thing I expected from a Sean Dice was, side a bit of fight. was fight and effort. And the if I'm an Everton is, fan there, I'm thinking, Ooh. But the next three games, they're there staying up games for me. Was it Leeds, Villa Leeds, and... Villa and Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And then you've got Arsenal and City. So if they don't pick up at least six points out of the next three, then I'd change my mind to say down. But I, I don't know. I, I just think they're going to have a Sean Dice effect and literally get like nine points. And that'll be enough. Can you stop being so positive? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think of Sean Dice. I've said it so many times, but you know, you wouldn't mess with him, would you? The thing is, mate, I don't mind him. I, I honestly, I don't mind him. You know what you get? It says it on the tin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if well, you're a blue, you want him till the end of the season more than you want to yeah. be else. what was it, don't you? Um, 100%. I mean, you know, when, I, when we started last season, when they got rid of the last manager, you were thinking, Eddie Howe. And yeah. we were like, I hope they don't get him. Because yeah. he, he's too good for them, personally. Yeah. Um, he's showing that now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'd always said Frank Lampard pretty poor choice because he's not had the experience. As soon as you're in the dogfight at the bottom, he's not going to save you, Frank Lampard. No. He tries to play to attack on football. You can do that when you're at Chelsea. He didn't even do that successfully, yeah. really, did he? But I, I don't know. I just think Sean Dyche effect will keep them up personally. But okay, that's a bold uh, prediction. I hope to go down. I hope to get relegated. I, hope I didn't say I hope they stayed up. I said <laughs> I think they'll stay up. But okay, so Chris, uh, for the next episode, viewers and listeners are going to think Chris is a big Sean Dyche fan. <laughs> Chris Dyche. <laughs> Uh, so we've covered Everton Newcastle next week I just want to go over a couple of points from the last week let's start with Keita contract it got leaked this week by his agent that he's leaving yeah what's your take on Keita's time at Liverpool um could be better 
you know, he, I think he cried a few, two months ago about not playing enough football, but then he spends most of the time injured, so I don't get where his argument is, where I want to play every game, because your legs can't play every game. When he does play, generally not a bad player, to be fair. Mm. Um, he's clever on the ball, decent, you know, decent going forward, not bad in the tackle. He's a decent all-round midfielder, and I think someone will get a, an half-decent player, but I just yeah. don't think he plays enough. You know, I'd rather have a Henderson who plays 30 games than a Cater who plays 10 every yeah. day of the week. So, yeah, I'm I'm not amazingly disappointed he's leaving. I'm disappointed we spent 52 million or whatever it was to, to get him <laughs> in. And I, and I must admit, I was really excited when we signed him. Um, we had to wait, what, a year and a half for him. But overall, disappointed, and I'm not that disappointed he's going in all honesty off the wage bill sort of thing yeah I'm, I'm the same in regards to when he plays like you said he's a tidy player and you can see that he offers positive running going forward but for me he's not doing it enough he can't, he's had a couple of maybe seven performances out of his last few appearances and then he's had a couple of four or fives he's, he's so unpredictable how you gonna yeah. how he's gonna get him and I, you know don't get me wrong you need to run a games for that and I do 100%. appreciate that and I think if he had a run of games and stayed fit, yeah. you've got a player and he deserves yeah. a contract. You know, you, I, I'm fully expecting more. Well, what I my take on it is, you know, we had to go. Your body just wasn't made for this league. That's no. that's for me what I see from it. Um, let's shake hands, move on, and you know, good luck with the rest of your career. Yeah, and as I say, someone's going to pick up an half decent player for free, like AC Milan or, or whatever it's touted he's going. But even in the Italian league, I, I don't see him playing like 30 games a season or anything. No. Um, I don't think he's got the legs for it. Uh, it, it might it might prove me wrong, and it's a slower league, and he might be an absolute worldie there, to be fair. But I just don't think the rigors of the Prem has ever suited them, to be fair. Um, no. It's a shame because obviously we want to see our players do well. Yeah. It's one of them. It's the same goes with Chamberlain, really. I mean, Chamberlain had that run before that Roma game, and he thought this guy. I when we signed him for forty million, I was like, no, this yeah. is a joke. This is a joke signing this. And to be fair, he won me over that the goal against City, the performance against City. To be fair, and I was thinking, yeah, he he, he can be a good centre midfielder. He's breaking the lines. Um, he can be your number ten. But again, he just can't get it on the games. No. Or I mean, Klopp's seen him as a left winger this season. So to me, that's just a spare man. He needs it's he a needs a man. player. Yeah, you're right. And I was going to talk about Chamberlain, but you've you've brought it onto it anyway. You're right in what you're saying. I never seen him so. His issue at Arsenal was he didn't want to sign a new deal because he wanted to play centre midfield. Yeah, he had a good run of games for us in the City Roma that that season where you thought, you know what, fair play, you do yeah. deserve to be playing in that position. Yeah. Couple of worldies, brilliant performances. That injury has absolutely ruined him. Ah, it's crucified the man. And yeah, it's I, a shame I, as well. It's another. It's another one of them players that you think. We could have had so much more out of him. I mean, I feel more sorry for Chamberlain than I do Cater. Yeah. I mean, that one injury was what, Chris? But also, you know, with, with Chamberlain, his mouth's been shut, his agent's mouth's been shut. You haven't heard yeah. anything from him. No, professional. He's got his head down, got back in the squad, got injured, same again. It's been a bit of a same thing. As I, I say, I've got, I've got more sympathy with him just purely based on, like, I mean, Cater's injury list is, is just stupid, in all honesty. I mean, what was one of his uh, injuries? He got bad neck from a flight or something and he went out for foot. I mean, come on, mate, you're playing. What was the other one? 
The other one um, at the accident, he, he fell over the grid or something like that. that yeah, someone's got to be taking a piss here, you know, because that can't be true. And that's what I mean. You look at his injury list and like stub toe and all. I mean, come on, professional football player. You do whatever you can to get on that pitch. And then when he's not getting on the pitch, he's complaining, but then he's injured. I don't know where you can complain that you've not got the game time at Liverpool. I'm with you, Ernie. And um, again, we see where we are in the summer because it feels like we've got about 300 midfielders that are going. And we're, cli- we're crying that we haven't got any midfielders. <laughs> but but did you know Klopp before the game? He said we've got an abundance of midfielders. I don't know mm. whether he's trying to sort of support MSG in a in a small way to say like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna give me the money in the summer. I mean, the reporting saying we're spending like four hundred million. I'm not listening. I, I, I believe that when I see it in all honesty. It's been happening for three years. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 sort of not just FSG's fault. Klopp should have been pushing every year for at yeah. least one mid. You know. You just refresh it. You know, we could have got Bellingham probably two years ago for our 80, 70, 80 million, probably. I, I don't know. But I, I think if if we just got one midfielder a season, we wouldn't be in this position now. Um, I didn't think San and Thiago as good a player as Thiago. I love him to bits, but he's not a Klopp player for me. He mm. goes away from everything Klopp has done in the past, what, six years, seven years. Do you not feel like think... that's happened with a couple of them, though? Like, don't get me wrong, I love Harvey. I love the prospect of Fabio Carvalho. But I feel like we're signing tech- technicians more than yeah. engines. I mean, everyone used to go, Liverpool Smithfield's rubbish with Henderson, Fabinho and whoever, just Milner, whichever midfield he went with. But it wasn't. It was Klopp's system. Because you yeah. had Arnold going so far forward, he was basically a winger. And same with Robbo. So then you had, obviously, Yasala, Fabinho and Mane, which is just formidable. So he didn't need a Coutinho or whatever to go forward because we scored enough goals with just the front three and obviously Arnold and Robbo with like 20 odd assists each between them is you know that's unheard of in Premier League so to me San and Thiago I don't know as I say I love Thiago he's a brilliant technician great player I see him more as a City player than a Liverpool player personally oh I understand that I do get that exactly and you look the way he turns he's, he's just an elegant player isn't he you know and yeah did you see by Chetic tonight with that little dummy the shoulder drop on it, Thiago's done. To be fair, Carragher <laughs> said he's got a little bit of Thiago in him, but I think he, his style of play is more suited. You know, he plays with his socks down there, enough to his ankles, and you know, he's he's a proper old. He looks like an old star midfielder to me. It does yeah, you're right. you, you know what I mean? And and I think he gets stuck in. He's not scared of a tackle. He, he he's running like when he dispossessed them um, in the second half. He's running, considering he's covered so much ground in the first seventy odd minutes. I just thought, and I thought it was the wrong pass at the end. I thought he should have shot to be personally truthful. I was, yeah. No, I was saying Jota. I, I personally would have, like what RVLE did against Wolves, that literally opened oh, yeah, right up yeah, for him. And yeah. I thought, you know, just you deserve having a go, personally. Yeah, yeah. No one's no, going to slag it. But yeah, I mean, it's decision making will come with experience. That That's yeah. just natural. Um, but, but going back to Harvey Elliott, I'd love Harvey Elliott, but I don't see where he plays at Liverpool. I don't see where his position is. Yeah, I think now the the more I look at it, the only chance I can actually see him actually getting a consistent run of games is if something happens Salah. to Salah. Such what it doesn't, but I can't see any of I don't see him as a central midfielder. No. We don't play with a number ten. No. He's not on false nine and definitely don't use him on the left. No. So um, that's what I'm saying. And I and I love him. He, he works hard, he, he's good on the ball. I just as I say, yeah, he's a, he's a Salah sort of bring Salah tonight, bring Salah off, put Avi Elliott on. He'll run yeah. for you. He'll do some good things in a game, but I don't see consistently where he's going to play for Liverpool. But and I think you know whatever happens with ownership, it could be 
one of them where you get owners that come in and want to splash all sorts of dough and that. I, I don't know. I don't really want to go too far into that one with Elliot because you know he's got a, he's definitely got a future, but whether yeah. that's to us is going to be. We'll find that, that out over the next. That, that's well. it exactly. You know, you could see him in a, in a more advanced position, the number ten. Like, uh, mm. I don't get me wrong, he's going to have a good career because he's a good player. Uh, he's a very yeah. good player. But yeah, as you say, if we get new owners and they suddenly splash the cash, and you know, at some point we're going to need a right winger. Let's be truthful, Salah's well, thirty-two nearly. I just don't see then uh, where Elliot comes up the pecking order. Yeah. Well, let's finish the episode with FSG because I want everyone to understand where we're at for the future. Reviews. Everyone understands what our opinion is on this. So I'll start. What they've done for us over what? What are we on? Twelve years now. Twelve, thirteen years. What they've done for this club is, you know, you cannot argue with it. So from coming in, from being on the brink of extinction. Yes, there might have been other parties in there. They come in, a couple of mm, appointments, a couple of mad signings, but they showed a bit of intent, which is what we wanted. They got the man with Klopp. Developed the training ground. Developing the ground. New club shop. They have put money in. Whether it's their money is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where we go from here with them. Personally, I think it's the beginning of the end. I wouldn't like to see them have any investment in the in the club going forward. And that's not because I don't like them or I don't trust them. But I think the politics of having two different owners would be a bit of a fucking nightmare. We've, um, we've been there, haven't we? We've been there. We've seen it. Hicks and Gillette were like brother and sister. But I'd like a full ownership coming in. The problem you've got is now who can take us to the next level. Yeah. And the people that can take us to the next level are going to be questions, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's either going to be the, these billionaire Americans or Qatari money. Um, yeah. To me, my money's probably on the Qatari money uh, coming in. Uh, and I, I think purely that's to compete. The likes of Man City with the likes of Newcastle going forward. United, they're looking to gain an investment, to get same as us. Yeah. And they're still a huge club, let's be truthful, they're massive. Um, so, yeah, I can't, I don't know. I don't think we'll go with more Americans. But again, I, I, I'm with you. I respect what FSG have, have done for the club. I do think it, they took it as far as they can. But let's. I get the argument where they picked the club up for a song and they've made a lot of money out of it. End of the day, the businessman. Yeah. And yet he did pick her up for a song. When does Liverpool ever go for three hundred million quid? I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's not. And I do think no matter what they do now, they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of money out of it. Whether they've saddled the club with debts, you know, and all sorts of reports. I, I I don't know. Not that close. If they have, then I would expect the new owners just to wipe them anyway, personally. <laughs> Especially if it is Qataris. I just don't want to get into the same mess as Man City if we do oh. get these, because yeah. again. As much as they don't want to make money, they do, sort of thing. Of course they do. Because I know it's a bit of a toy thing and a bit of a, uh, I've got 87 billion quid in my bank, I get all that. But <laughs> end of the day, why would they fiddle books if they didn't want to make money? You know, ultimate business makes money. So um, are you FSG in or FSG out? I'm FSG out only because I think they've took us as far as they can. They've done, to be fair, they've promised to build a stadium up. They've done it. Uh, as you said, they built Club Sharp. They built the new thing of Kirby here, training mm. ground. So I have respect for them. I do think it's probably beginning at the end. And yeah, I think we need someone now just to either not take us to the next level, but continue where we've been. Otherwise, I do see us falling away, being I'm a top, top six, top eight club then, because you've got Spurs investing, you've got you know Chelsea, Newcastle. I mean, Chelsea have through more, half a billion quid. And at some point, that's probably going to click. Um, yeah, but... Whether they've got the right manager <laughs> or not. But Forgive the pun. 
But he's going to have to be some form of fucking wizard that Potter to get that working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Harry, uh, like Harry Potter. I like Graham Potter. <laughs> no, I, I like Graham Potter, personally. I, don't, I think he's took on too much more than he can shoot there, to be fair. Yeah. I'm FSG out on the same basis as you. They've took us as far as they can go. Yeah. I don't really know if they can go anywhere else. It seems to me they haven't got the funds to or they don't want to. Next week, we'll just be talking about Newcastle. The week after that, I'll be Real Madrid and Palace. <laughs> Fingers crossed we get something out of Newcastle. And we'll be back next week for the next release of the LFC Review Show. Yeah. Thanks again, Chris. Okay, thanks, Tom. Good night. Good night to yeah, be a red. Shit night to be a blue. It is. Pretty soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod. 